Hello, my dear Aquarian friends. I know you're going through a lot in life. I know your energies are being depleted. I know your health is declining and you don't know the reason why. I know there is a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. And I also know that there are a lot of eyes on you. How do I know all this? I am an Aquarius myself and I'm feeling exactly what you guys are feeling. We are going through a very crucial time in our lives because of the very interesting planetary positions that we'll be noticing between 2023 and 2027. It's going to be a very important time for us. It's going to be a very crucial time for us. So let's make sure that this crucial time gives us whatever we are looking for and makes our life better. Today, we'll be discussing a letter that I wrote to all my Aquarian friends. Let's get started. Hello and a very warm welcome to Bhagishri Holistic Astrology, the only place where you learn about positive, inspiring and holistic astrology. Today, we are discussing Aquarius and their issues. Well, I'm an Aquarius myself and I will be discussing a lot of things from my own life so that you get a semblance, that you get an idea of what is exactly happening in another Aquarian's life. What usually happens is we are always giving sermons about this sign and that sign and we often fail to notice the small subtle things that are changing in our everyday life. Because of that, we tend to make mistakes. Because of that, we are not able to fully utilize our potential. And that's where things start to go wrong. That's the reason why I have made channel number two, Bhagyashri Holistic Lifestyle, where I will be discussing how to use um, astrology and other divination methods in your life practically and how to make things work for yourself. So we'll be doing all that. But before, let's discuss what is happening with Aquarius. Now Saturn is an important planet. It's the biggest malefic in our solar system. And Saturn is a planet that controls the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is also the natural 11th house, which means it's a house that deals with network circles. It is a house that deals with incomes, gains and profits. Saturn is a very rigid planet. Okay, so no matter what happens, Saturn will never leave its rigidity. It will continue believing that whatever it is doing is right. It may be wrong or it may be one of the right things to do. But for Saturn, that is the only right way. You might see this in astrological concepts as well. That a lot of people are very orthodox when it comes to astrology. And they have memorized a lot of things, a lot of conjunctions. And they believe that is precisely how things are going to unfold in your life as well. Well, in most cases, they are right because on a conceptual level, they are right. But where they go wrong is in understanding the nuances of the individual. And because there is a lack of understanding of the nuances of the individual, we often fail to see where a person's life is going. We often fail to see the kind of effect our words will have on that person. And that is where I think we all go wrong. Right? So we need to focus on the fact that we are people who are learning a lot and we are people who are working with astrology, not just as a science, but also as an art that deals with people. 
And that's the exact same thing that happens with every other ideologue. They believe whatever they are doing is the right thing. They believe whatever they are up to is the right thing, that their method of thinking is the only right method. And then they rigidly follow all the given structures. While it may be right for them, it may not be right for everybody else involved. So um, it leads to oppressive systems at times, systems that actually suppress individuality, systems that actually suppress creativity, and systems that are very restrictive and sometimes even regressive in nature given enough time. So Saturn is that kind of a planet. However, its rigidity is mostly seen in the sign of Capricorn because Capricorn is the highest manifestation of material life and material desires. So people who don't want to share power, people who don't want others to have what they have, people who believe that everybody else should be treated unequally because they are superior to them or people who want to accumulate wealth all these kinds of people can be seen with capricorn or all these kinds of tendencies can be seen with capricorn there is extensive accumulation and it's very rigid because once it goes to them it's never coming back <laughs> very rigid uh, no flexibility but in the sign of aquarius saturn does show some flexibility there is a bit of flexibility here so we will not be able to break the chains entirely because of one single stroke of luck. You will have to work hard towards making it happen, but you will be able to break apart. You will be able to break free from, but you will be able to break free from the chains that have been guarding you or protecting you or restricting you till date. That was sort of impossible in the sign of Capricorn because Capricorn does not allow rigidity to just pass away. Aquarius does. Aquarius is like, okay, if you practice enough, if you do things well enough, I might give you a chance. And it usually does. So Saturn does not stop being rigid in Aquarius. However, it still gives you a chance to break free. Right? And that's precisely what every Aquarian has to do as well. So between 2020 and 2022, that is January 2020 to December or January 2023, to be precise, three years of Saturn in Capricorn. For Aquarians, the Sade Sati had just begun and the world had started to witness the accumulation of wealth and power. So this is a place that is very difficult to get rid of. This is a change that is very difficult to break. But now you are able to break those chains because Saturn is an Aquarius. The problem here is that since Saturn is in your own sign, it is putting a lot of pressure on you. So your health is declining. You're feeling like you're overwhelmed. There is a lot of pressure on you. Everybody is looking at you. Everybody is surrounding you. You might feel like this is the right time. I can only strike now or never. So those pressures exist and you will have to get rid of those pressures. You'll have to alleviate those pressures. And how is that possible? That is only possible via hard work. And God does Saturn make you work hard definitely going to do so now i will share my personal experience with what has been happening between 2020 and 2022 the approximate time of saturn's entry and stay in the sign of capricorn i was able to change completely actually because i was very restrictive uh, technically on how i should be behaving with people or how i 
should be talking about astrology. I was restricting my knowledge. I was restricting everything that I had learned. And in 2020, I had to let go. Why did that happen? Because of my planetary positions. But yes, 2020, 2022, I had to come in touch with people in power, people in authority. And I had to realize why restrictions are not that good. And that too, very fierce restrictions. And on a subtle level, a lot of things changed. Like I noticed my hair had started growing gray unnecessarily without any like triggers, uh, without me changing anything in my diet or anything else. It just started to turn gray. And uh, apart from that, I also noticed that my heels were always dry and cracked and I did nothing to make them go in that direction. So a lot of things had started changing and every Aquarius felt it. It's not just me. So you must have felt maybe similar things, maybe different things, but it happened to all of us that between 2020 and 2022, something did change within us. A switch was flipped within us. If there are three switches, the first one was flipped between 2020 and 2022, the three years when Saturn was in Capricorn. You must have experienced something too. You must have experienced how your life has changed and on a very subtle level. Now, since 2023 has started, Aquarians are going through another phase of revival. First of all, their health is declining. So they are not exactly feeling 100%. They are not there emotionally. They are not there physically 100%. And on a spiritual level too, things are changing. The changes are very subtle. But if you are spiritually aware, if you are generally aware and alert about what is changing in your life, you will be able to notice these patterns. You will be able to notice how you talk different to people now. You'll be able to notice how you react differently to people now. You'll be able to notice how your body reacts in a very different way. Um, it happened to me specifically, but it's happening to a lot of other people, a lot of other Aquarians that I'm in touch with, that we have become very sensitive to the food that we are eating or to the sounds that are coming to us, or we have become very sensitive to the visuals that we are seeing. For me specifically, it was food because I grew extremely sensitive to food. And before that, I was very proud of my digestion. I said I could even digest a stone. Well, not literally, but like, you know, figuratively. And come 2020, I was just too sensitive to food. And not to a very specific variety of food. So it's not like I was allergic to something. I was just allergic to some energy. And every time I feel that energy from any kind of food, I'm unable to eat it. If I eat it, I start puking. Really bad. And then I am like bedridden for the next two days, at least. So I came across a lot of people who developed um, a sort of sensitivity to sound. I came across people who developed a lot of sensitivity to medicines and all of them were Aquarians. So Aquarians is a very varied sign. Okay, You come across all sorts of individuals. But when it comes to who we are deep down, I think our experiences have been more or less the same. That we have become sensitive to something at least. Something is bothering us. Something is not exactly on point. Something has changed. Something has flipped within us. We know that right and if you talk to yourself a bit if you are a bit self-aware you will know that something has changed for sure a lot of things that were getting delayed for me that were getting denied for me 
actually happened in 2023 after Saturn uh, entered Aquarius. So I didn't go on a vacation for like 10 years. Can you imagine that? Yes, this happened. I didn't go on a proper vacation for 10 years and I was able to do that out of the blue. Right? I didn't uh, have anything planned out. It just happened. So that thing took place. Apart from that, I had not been writing for the past five, seven years, I believe. I, I always used to write a lot and I was very creative with, you know, stories and small fables and poems. I'm not good with it. As in, I'm not great poet. So that's what I used to write and I used to love writing. And uh, I tried and tried and tried and I couldn't do it. No matter how hard I tried, I just could not write. And in 2023, I just suddenly felt like I could write again. I could be more creative again, which was fantastic. After 11 years, I was able to mourn finally. And I actually made a video about it. <laughs> I made three videos, shots actually of me crying. And I thought I had to speak about it because there are a lot of people like me who cannot mourn properly. I have this channel, you know, Thousand Days. Um, you know, I challenged myself on July 7, 2023 to change myself in the next thousand days um, to see what's the best version of me. So I, you know, just opened up this small channel and I was like, okay, I'll just document my journey there so that I can also keep a track of what's happening with me. If you want to check out, you might find me <laughs> there doing silly stuff. But yes, I, I cried after 11 years. I could not cry when she died. Uh, my grandmother. I just could not cry when she died. And I just could not fathom or maybe accept her death. Life went on. I, I lived without her. But I was just not able to come to terms with it maybe. And I just brushed it off. Because in my waking life, in my daily life, in, in everything that I did, I never really felt the need to mourn moved on but of course if you feel some pain if you feel some deep hurt you have to mourn and uh, for me she was my mother because she brought me up so and i could not mourn for her and yesterday i cried like anything it was just a sudden trigger and i cried and cried and cried and cried profusely I couldn't stop my tears because after 11 long years I was finally able to mourn for her and actually uh, her death anniversary is on the 14th of August so yeah it's just nearby and I was crying I was mourning finally I was feeling like yeah some some burden has been lifted off my heart it was something that was like you know a, a brick that was on my heart it was placed on my heart and I was unable to feel free so again yes i was able to let go of a restriction because saturn is very restrictive very restrictive unable to make me feel things in the way that i should have felt them just hiding things shouldn't have hidden things but yeah now it is gone and i feel a little bit better i feel like i've done something better so yeah that was it so you have to get rid of those sort of restrictions you know so i got rid of them in 2023 
I had to learn to be more flexible. I had to learn to be more flexible around people, with people, see how things go. Not that I was not flexible earlier, but I may have retained some rigidity, which I have not, uh, you know, retained anymore. No, that's not the right way to say it, which I do not have anymore <laughs> to a small extent, of course, but not to a huge extent. Like earlier, I would go mad if things didn't happen on time or if I did not have a schedule planned three months in advance. Now I'm like, OK, things happen. Be more flexible. And I am flexible. I have a schedule till the end of August and I don't expect to follow it to the T because I know things happen. I know life happens and I'm like, OK, fine. We'll live with it. We'll deal with it. So there is a sort of flexibility that I know I have to get things done, but, you know, we'll deal with it. So a lot of Aquarians who understand how things are functioning right now, who understand how Saturn is working right now, they're also becoming a lot more flexible. You know, they're getting rid of the rigidity of Saturn. And, and that's precisely where things will start working for you. So I'm sure something must have changed within you as well. There is some subtle physical change. There is some subtle emotional change that we can feel, but we cannot really pinpoint, right? We cannot really suggest that, okay, this is where I have changed, but we have changed somewhere. And maybe in hindsight, five, seven, 12 years from now, um, we'll be able to decide where things changed and how, but right now things are changing. We can feel it, but we can't really pinpoint it. So maybe you are in a car and you know that the car has started moving faster. You can't exactly tell the speed at which you are moving right now. You just know that you have started going faster. So that's it. Now, um, we must know that uh, Saturn is a very karmic planet. So of course, when Saturn comes to the sign of Aquarius, where your moon is placed, it is going to bring a lot of karmic challenges your way. But it is not just Saturn that is going to bring all these things to you. Uh, it will also be Rahu and Ketu. That is a North Node and the South Node. So right now, Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius. It will stay here till 2025. And Rahu and Ketu, that is a North Node and the South Node, are um, actually uh, moving into the sign of Pisces and Virgo. So they will be forming the Pisces-Virgo axis very soon. And 18 months later, they will be in the sign of Aquarius and Leo. So they will then be entering the Aquarius and Leo axis. So in October 2023, they enter um, Pisces-Virgo axis. And 18 months later, they are into the Aquarius and Leo axis. So while Saturn has done its job, while Saturn has, uh, you know, laid the foundation work for what karmic challenges or what karmic things you have to get done, Rahu and Ketu will come and they'll say, okay, now we are going to do our magic. <laughs> now we are going to make things work. So it's going to be a huge period, you know, of karmic challenges coming um, uh, one upon another. And this will happen 2023. Uh, to 2027 that's when saturn rahu and ketu three extremely karmic planets are going to have their way with you <laughs> they they are going to decide what's going to happen in your life so my suggestion um, on a very spiritual level to you is that you are not in the driving seat right now to be honest somebody else is who is that somebody it's fate maybe it's the universe but it's not you who's deciding what's going to happen so stop trying too hard stop trying to fight against fate that's what i was talking about um, to a friend of mine a couple days ago i said i feel like i'm fighting against fate and then i realized i don't have to do that i have to become friends with fate 
and maybe that's what you are also feeling as well because you are aquarians too so you don't have to fight against fate you have to see what fate brings to you and then you have to make the best use of your given resources you will have to bloom where you are planted before you are able to make any impact on the world so make sure that you um, you know pass through the challenges of saturn rahu and ketu between 2023 and 2027 of these uh, the years 2025 and 2026 are going to be the most um you know interesting years because saturn will be towards the end of aquarius and you know then will go into pisces that is um, it will then go into your second house and then rahu and ketu from there will come to your first house they will be impacting your first house so it's going to be quite a crazy time and you'll have to get ready for it um so you know make sure that you are prepared so how will you be prepared what are the two key themes here but the first theme is the theme of sacrifice that you will have to learn to sacrifice something it could be anything something stupid as well like i sacrificed my bed i sleep on the floor now and i've been i think i did this a few months ago a few weeks ago i don't exactly remember when but now i sleep on the floor on a mattress so i gave up on my bed i sacrificed my bed what else did i sacrifice i sacrificed my habit of constantly thinking that things will go wrong <laughs> i it's it's very difficult to get rid of but i tried so i sacrificed i sacrificed the burden that i was holding in my heart so you'll have to sacrifice something and you might have to continue doing this sacrifice for a very long time because that is what will define how your life will proceed right the second is you have to stop your indulgences so shani or saturn is not at all about indulgences okay you'll have to get rid of indulgences uh so enjoying something consuming something is one thing and going indulgent is another so enjoying a donut once in a while enjoying a pizza once in a while or maybe you know if you go out every other weekend uh, for dinner that's fine that you're enjoying it you're consuming it cool but then you go indulgent that no i have to go out every single day i have to take away um i have to take out every single day things like that so that might not be very fruitful so you yourself have to decide what exactly are you indulging in and you will have to stop your indulgences there and it's not just limited to food or drinks or whatever so quitting smoking cool quitting drinking cool quitting some other thing that's harmful for you cool but maybe for some other people it will have to end at um mental or um emotional indulgence so you might have to end a relationship that is not working for you you might have to quit a job that is not working for you uh you might have to quit indulging in a specific type of thinking pattern so indulgences basically are any activity that drain your resources without giving you anything uh valuable in return so you eat out once cool you eat out once a month cool you eat out once every week cool you eat out every single day that food will stop making sense to you right so every time you eat food from outside it will have a lower value for your life so of course quitting indulgences is very important for me particularly it was about quitting my indulgence in a particular organization so i was quite interested i thought that i will work there and i'll see how things are working on i'll learn and then i actually learned something else that it's designed to give somebody an ego trip and why would i go on somebody else's ego trip right so <laughs> i 
I stopped indulging there because it was draining my resources and not providing me with anything valuable in return. So I had to stop it. And why did uh, it go wrong? Because I was allowing my ego to take over, right? I wanted that label. I wanted that stamp. I wanted to know that I'm doing something great. So of course my ego was involved, so it didn't work out well. <clears throat> so even though as Aquarians, we are not people with an inflated ego, we do have some ego and we might have to sacrifice that ego and you might want to stop indulging that ego constantly. So that's up to you. Think about it. What is your challenge? Where do you drain uh, your resources and try to get rid of that activity? It will also be very important for you to get out of restrictive environments because that is what we've been talking about since the beginning of this video. That restrictive environments, environments that don't allow you to grow, that don't allow you to express yourself, that don't allow you to think creatively, innovatively. Those environments are not for you. You'll have to move out of it. Instead, you have to work with um, a large number of people so you can work in a larger organization even if you have a smaller role you can go and work in a larger organization with a lot more people um, you can go and work in uh, let's say a big NGO or maybe a government organization where you're working for a lot of people if not that maybe you can start volunteering somewhere maybe you can start community service maybe you can start gathering your community up and doing something good you know uh, for all the people involved if nothing else maybe you can start networking online so whatever you do make sure that you are connecting with a larger number of people so a larger number of people should know you they should know who you are and they should know how when and why to stay connected to you i am actually trying to do that as well i think i told you in a previous video that i am working on something a collective for women and i have been thinking and thinking and thinking and i have um, like trashed so many ideas for this collective already uh, because I want to you know try and make something that is not restrictive um, maybe the entry is restrictive <laughs> but whatever you can do within the organization within the collective should not be restrictive we should learn and nurture each other grow each other do something amazing for each other that's what we want to do I have tentatively called it bloom because that's what we want uh, people in that organization to do I want them to bloom alongside me and we all bloom together like little flowers in a beautiful flower field or something but yeah I'm trying I've trashed many ideas already the idea is to connect to 10,000 women across the globe I know it's a huge number and I might not be able to achieve it immediately but I'll start with you know 10 50 100 and 150 so whatever you are doing you know in your life has to be very systematic take one step forward and don't think that the world works in a linear fashion. So today you might have one person who is a part of Bloom. Tomorrow you have 100. Suddenly 99 people come. And then maybe for three months you have just 150. And then suddenly it goes up to 1000. So of course things keep on changing. So nothing is exactly linear. And you have to have a very flexible. You have to have a very non-linear approach to life. And yes, you have to stop being in isolation. Isolation is like plague to you. You have to come in contact with people, you have to get in touch with people, you have to let them know that you exist and you have to project your ideas onto the world. You have to let them know that you are thinking about something and you might just do it. Right? So please stay away from isolation. Go out there, be seen by the world. Finally, there is just one thing I want to let you know. Open your heart. Seriously open your heart. Because people who carry their hearts in a clenched fist they are actually 
um, getting rid of all the blessings of the world as well. So it's only when you are a person with an open heart that you're able to receive the blessings of the world. If you are a person with a closed heart and you meet 10 more people, you will find 10 more new things to be jealous of, to be envious of. 10 more people who make you feel inferior. But you have, if you have an open heart and you meet 10 new people with 10 new qualities, you might want to feel good that you came in, in contact with them and you might start learning from them. And that is how people with an open heart go in life. That is how they work in life and that is how they become successful. And what about people with a closed heart? You throw them anywhere, in a small situation, in a small workplace, in a big situation, in a big workplace, and they will always find ways to feel anxious, to feel frustrated, to feel negative. Remember, Saturn controls fear, anxiety, it controls insecurities. And if you have a clenched fist, if you carry your heart in a clenched fist like this, Saturn will be able to use those powers of fear and insecurity and anxiousness and it will create a living hell in your life. With this, if you're living in a restrictive environment, Saturn gets even more proactive in making your life even worse. But if you leave those restrictions behind, if you open your heart up to the world, if you open your heart up to the people around you, not to everybody, maybe not to 100% extent because this is learned, this is acquired, this is something that you cannot do in just one day or in one second. Um, so you'll, learn, you'll have to learn it, you'll have to acquire it. But if you're able to do that, you're able to get rid of the clutches of Saturn, the clutches of fear and restlessness and insecurity and anxiety, and you're actually able to achieve something. And when Saturn sees that, yes, you're trying to get rid of those chains that bound you, and when Saturn sees that you're sincere, it's actually going to help you. So make sure that you're doing all this. I made this video specifically for you guys and I know that things are going to be fine for you. I know they're not easy right now, but if you follow this, you know, small piece of advice, I know that you'll come out with flying colors and by 2027, you will be proud of yourself. I hope that you are. Take very good care of yourself and uh, if you want to share your story, go write it down in the comments. I would love to hear them. Bye-bye. Take care.